The following is a Poppy Chulo Radio original program. The views and opinions expressed in the commentaries and or interviews in the following program are solely those of the individuals and are not views of Poppy Chulo Radio, its parent, affiliate, or subsidiary companies. Welcome to Are You Afraid? Scream Queens, the unofficial Scream Queens internet radio show, exclusively on poppychuloradio.com. Poppy Chulo Radio, pop culture on demand. Today is Wednesday, November 30th, 2016, and I'm your host, Jeffrey Arruz. During tonight's broadcast, we're going to recap, review, and dissect the latest episode of Fox's Scream Queens. Please welcome my co-hosts, Wilson Dot Hammond Jr. Howdy, howdy, how you doing tonight? And Prince Rico Suave. What up, what up? Let's get into it. Let's jump into our recap of Season 2, Episode 7, titled The Hand, and aired November 29th, 2016. Here's the official synopsis of the episode. In an effort to secure positive press for the hospital, Dean Munch pitches a risky surgery to Dr. Holt, whose hand begins expressing more of a wild and dangerous personality than ever before. Meanwhile, Chanel number no. 3 forces Cassidy to undergo a psych test to find the root of his condition with surprising results. And Nurse Hoffel sets a devious plan in motion. So I want to get everyone's initial reaction to the episode, and let's start off with Prince. My initial... It's just funny. I guess, I guess overall it was like a funny episode. Like I don't really, I can't really say I hate it. I can't really say I love it. So I'm gonna say my infamous line: "It is a filler episode." Well, there you go, Wilson. What about you? It wasn't a bad episode at all. I think it has some kind of funny points to it that actually, uh, you know, things that I guess we'll touch on later. I know you'll bring it up in your concise detail like you do sir so uh but i i actually kind of like this episode for some reason it wasn't like a high point episode or anything like that but it just kind of set the stage for some other things and i think it's going to be kind of i guess more let's say fun to see how some of the things play out that we started to see come together in this episode okay i enjoyed the episode i thought it was a fun episode as well i i thought that uh we got some interesting uh, plot advancement as far as the green meanie and uh, people finding out about certain things about the green meanie and uh i thought the twist at the end with holt was interesting and uh, we'll talk about that 
as uh, we get on with the recap. So uh, before we get into a thorough recap of uh, the latest episode of Scream Queens, here's our announcer with a few reminders on how you can interact with us. Follow Poppy Chula Radio on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Poppy Chula Radio. Do you have any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns? Email us via contact at poppychularadio.com. Are you interested in joining the Poppy Chula Radio team as an on-air personality? Email talent at poppychularadio.com. Binge listen to your favorite Poppy Chula Radio programs by visiting poppychularadio.com slash archives. You can also download tonight's broadcast and the rest of the series through iTunes. Just search for Are You Afraid? Scream Queens and subscribe. Thanks, announcer. So let's get into it. Let's start off with uh, one of the shorter storylines of the episode. Uh, there were two cases of the week, and uh, let's do the the sort of like the tangential case of the week. So a man is admitted to the hospital with uh, these. Um, this weird skin condition and, and they aren't sure what it is in the beginning his girlfriend uh, is is very adamant you know that they they figure out what's going on and uh, you know what what it could be and, and all this kind of stuff and and so um, uh, cascade and number three or doctor number three for those out there that are you know want to talk all fancy and stuff they uh are assigned to the case and um in in the beginning you know they weren't sure what was going on there without you know maybe he's being poisoned by someone else and uh that it was like incredibly contagious but when uh, his girlfriend would not leave his side you know they they try to run some other tests and, and it turns out at the end of the day that uh the uh, man was poisoning himself because of his girlfriend. Uh, he was hoping that she would uh, leave his side, you know, once he became sort of like this grotesque person with a skin condition and whatnot. And, uh, yeah, so he's been poisoning himself, basically. In, in the beginning, they thought that she was the one poisoning him. Uh, because she works for a, a chemical company, but it turns out he was poisoning himself. And, uh, yeah. So, what did we think of, of this storyline? Yeah, so I thought that was, that's the part, like what I said, I thought it was funny. That shit had me dying. I was like, word, son, like, you hate her. Yo, why don't you just break up with her? What are you doing? Like, what are you doing? Like, dude, you look like the thing, like from the bad version of the, uh, every movie. Every version is a bad version of the Fantastic Four, by the way. When, from the very worst version of the Fantastic Four, that's what he looks like. And you're doing it to yourself? Are you crazy? Prince, can you top that? No, I can't. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, I really, I, I couldn't. Because um, I'm like, realistically, I'm like, it just was funny. Like, it was comical, but like, hmm. Probably could do without it. Man, you didn't mm-hmm. you ain't digging this episode at all, huh, Prince? 
Uh-oh. No, like, I really wasn't, like, really, like, I kind of really felt like they just threw an episode together for the sake of it. It was, like, highlights of it, but, like, yeah, it was really... Well, there you go. Well, I thought, uh, I thought the storyline was interesting. I liked that there were sort of, in my opinion, two twists. First up, the dude was poisoning himself. So that was the twist that was unexpected. And the second twist was... He didn't die by any of the green meanies, which I was like, you know, props to a patient for surviving, because I'm trying to think, have any of the patients survived that we've seen and focused on? I feel like no. No, no. Um, well, wait, Vampire Boy. No, I don't. Vampire Boy lived. Okay, yeah. All right. Ooh. So I guess two weeks in a row we have a patient survive. I think that's awesome. I guess. So, yeah, I mean, for the story overall, it, it, I mean, I guess they tried to correlate some of that with uh, Cascade and uh, Number Three's relationship, but we'll get into that in a moment. But um, besides that, I mean, it was just, it was there. And, I mean, we need to see patients because this is a hospital-oriented season. So I'm not mad at them for including a patient. It just, was it the most interesting case? Maybe not. But at least it gave uh, Cascade and number three something to do, I guess. So since we're talking about them, let, let's get into Cascade and uh, number three. So we start off with Cascade doing his best, um, like the next Karate Kid impression, I guess, is what we'll call what he was doing, maybe. Out oh God, was, by the swamp was, in the daytime. That was corny, the, the little montage. I was like, really? Karate Kid? Like, what does this have to do with anything? Like, yes. I don't feel it's, like it moved the story along too much. I mean, it had its point, like, we, we'll get to that, where it moved the story along a bit. But most of it was not, I agree, most of it was just story. It was just, like, filler. So I, I agree. I, but, I, and, you know, maybe I was high. Maybe I maybe that's why maybe maybe oh, gosh. maybe maybe I wasn't high enough. I don't know, but I'm like the whole like Taylor Lautner always trying to do like a karate montage and anything he does. I'm like, dude, okay, we get it. You know how to do martial arts? Like, take several seats, please. Uh, I don't know the Taylor Lautner film collection, but um, I'll take your word for it, Prince. So. We we do have some interesting plot movement with the Cascade number three storyline. So basically, number three tells uh, Cassidy that uh, she needs to figure out what's going on with him because she can't uh, be in a relationship with someone who's dead. And, and she feels like he isn't dead. And uh, she, she, after doing all this research, basically, she's like, I feel like you need to go and do a psych test because a psych test will uh, let me know what exactly is going on. Because I feel like you have this disease, but you have to fit the, the particular psych profile because uh, there are people out there that you know feel that they have a tumor and then all of a sudden they psychosomatically create a tumor or they feel that they have this disease and then you know they end up getting that disease because they really believe that they have this disease and so she feels like he's just really believing that he's a zombie so that's why he's exhibiting these um, dead uh, like um, symptoms and so she ends up uh, creating this psych test for him. And she even says that this is the most work that she's ever done in her entire life. 
And so it's like a mix of like these real legitimate psych tests plus like a Cosmo quiz because um, I guess why not? And after taking the test and um, you know it, they were like it was like a mixture of like questions and images and whatnot. My favorite was the the slideshow of dead or alive. And then I believe, I, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, like one of the actual images was of the actual group, dead or alive. And he was like, I don't know who these people are, which I thought was kind of funny because that was the name of the quiz, dead or alive. So it turns out at the end of like everything it, that they discover that Cassidy is, of course, in fact, not dead. And so she shares this you know positive result to to Cassidy he's excited because he has this Kotar delusion and whatnot but once he leaves she tells uh, number five that it turns out that he is a psychopath and more than likely he is the green meanie now she also convinces number five not to say anything about Cassidy by giving her candy which I thought was wonderful well, that, and she kind of, like, tried to make an innuendo that he might be gay. Well, there you go. And, um, th- they have, like, in the middle of the episode, like, after, like, this sort of revelation from uh, number three, there's a discussion between all the, sh- not all the Chanel's, but Chanel, three, five, and uh, Hester, oh, neck brace, and Chanel, not Chanel, uh, Hester is very much hinting like obviously hinting like on the nose hinting that she knows that Cassidy is the green meanie what did we think of this because obviously she she knows who the green meanie is and she said it before and now she's sort of dropping hints although like none of them were like picking up on it except for number three which I thought was interesting but what what do we think of like the confirmation of Hester knowing that Cassidy is the green meanie? Like, cause I feel like we're gonna end up finding out that maybe Cassidy, before working at the hospital, maybe was a doctor in that mental institution. Maybe that's how he knew Hester. Hmm. I don't know, man. But yeah, Cassidy being the green meanie actually kind of might kind of make sense a little bit though. This might kind of make sense. And I mentioned, I noticed you mentioned uh, Hester in the neck brace. I thought that was funny too. I was like, what the, what, why? Where did, like, is it, like, is it psychosomatic or is it just like comfortable or like, what is that? What is that thing? And there's, maybe it's just an infatuation with it. Well, no, because season one, she was in the neck brace. And so that's yeah, the nickname that stuck. No, she wasn't wearing it again, was she? Thought I saw her in it. That might have been the weed. Might have been the weed. Too much weed. See, Prince, you need to that's that way funny. you wouldn't be so grumpy all the time. Oh no, gosh! No, no. I was, I was only grumpy because <laughs> I, I thought this was a filler, and I'm not feeling that shit. Well, what did you think yeah. of Hester, though? Knowing now, we know 100% that Hester knows that Cassidy is the Green Meanie. Any theories on that? Um, she now. My question is, does she know? Well, she definitely knows. But my thing is, does she? Well, know she knows does? at least of one of the Green Meanies. Yeah. So my whole thing is, I, I'm aware. So this is my question. She was aware. Now, was she aware because she's partnered up with the other green meanie, or was she aware because she's partnered up with these green meanies? Right. 
Mm-hmm. Well, see, here's my thing. I don't really think she's partnered with anybody. Like, I feel like her involvement in this is, I'm, I'm assuming it's Cassidy that uh, hit her up before everything started. And Cassidy maybe was looking for advice. Like, I, I know what you did. You wanted to seek revenge on what happened to you as a child. I'm in a similar situation. I want to seek revenge on what happened to my father and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Uh, give me some advice how I could go about this. And so Hester was like, well, you need a costume. You need a plan. You need this, that, or the other. And that's how um, that's how Cascade got into the mix. Obviously, we saw last week how Hoffle gets into the mix. But besides those two, there is this additional person out there that is killing people. And we really, at as of this point, don't know why they're killing people. We still really don't know who has killed who. Like, throughout this episode, and we haven't gotten there yet, I have my suspicions on which green meanie killed the people in this episode. I think one was very obvious, and we'll discuss that once we get into that storyline. But uh, there was another one that I was like, okay, like, what could this be? So... It's going to be interesting once we get some more information and they start revealing exactly what has happened to see why green meanies are killing certain people and why other green meanies are killing other people, which I'm excited for. Because if, if we remember from season one, uh, the show does a really good job of like flashing back and showing us exactly what happened. What happened was... What happened was episode... Yes. And um, there is an interesting conversation between Cassidy and Hoffel. So Hoffel's plan is to basically exterminate all of the Chanel's. Like, like, we know that. She has her vendetta because of her sister way back in season one, getting her face burnt off. And she basically assigns... Uh, Cassidy to kill Chanel Oberlin and also number three and uh, Cassidy's not really up for killing number three and uh, Hoffel uh, basically tells him that uh, if she doesn't she's going to turn him in which leaves Cassidy very pissed off and I don't think you want to piss off a green meanie and uh, throughout sort of like the case of the week that they have with um, the couple and, and, and whatnot, you know, they, they sort of like what they're seeing with the couple is sort of not necessarily mirroring them, but like making them question their own relationship. And it got to the point to where, you know, they, they sort of get into a fight where even like Cassie is like, well, you know, maybe I might have to murder you and that kind of thing. And at the end of the episode, though, they do get back together, and uh, Cassidy makes a promise to number three, basically saying, you know, I'm not going to kill you, and I'm not going to kill Chanel, but if someone does kill you, or if someone does kill Chanel, just know it's not me, which leaves uh, number three with the question of, like, what? Do you mean there are more green meanies besides you? And, um, you know, he gives her a kiss on the forehead, and he, he leaves her with that question. Dropping bombs. Boom. Yeah. 
So, obviously, we're in the second half of the season. So we're getting close to the finale. So obviously these revelations have to happen because if not, it's just going to be like truth bombs, like exploding all over the place and like the penultimate and in, in the finale. So obviously they, they will uh, um, start dropping like these little nuggets to our main cast. But what did you guys think of now at least one of the characters knowing that it's more than one green meanie? Uh, about time kind of. But like in a sense, I get it. It's like you know, just dropping a reveal, kind of little tidbits and everything. But I mean, stuff we kind of you know already knew to a certain extent, and then something pretty much validation for other things. Now this is the part. Like these are some of the parts where I agree with Prince. It's just kind of like, yeah, we kind of already got that, you know. So you could give us something else. So. Stuff we already we were postulating anyway. It's like, oh, you just kind of confirmed everything that we pretty much already knew. So thanks, like, yeah. I thanks. think it's yeah. I think it's like one of those type of it varies on the type of viewer you are. Like, if you're like the type of viewer as I am, where you're like already like thinking in advance what's going on, like you're kind of like, ah, all right, I I get what you're doing here. You kind of have to for like the slower people, but like if you're like a slower person. Like, you know, this is probably, like, a good episode for you. It's, like, right at pace. You're like, oh, my God, I can't believe Revelation. Well, there you go. So let's get into the main storyline of the episode. We start off with Holt and Chanel having a date. And um, he invited her over for dinner, like, an, an extra salty dinner. And uh, his hand is going crazy. Like, we saw the hand starting to go nuts from the start of the episode as he was trying to, uh, you know, make the dinner and, and all this kind of stuff. And uh, it, it seems like he he hasn't been sleeping well. And whenever he doesn't sleep well, like, the hand tries to take over. And, like, the hand is, in particular, like, trying to not sleep as much so that the hand can play basically and uh, on top of like all of that so like Chanel ends up leaving uh, because of the hand and the hand tries to kill her and, and she's like you know I'm already trying to be killed you know at work like the last thing I need is like you know someone trying to kill me on a date um, one thing that, that I thought was, was kind of interesting and I was like, and this has to be because, no offense John Stamos, but because he's of an older generation, he's in his monologue, he was like, I invited Chanel over for a little, he pronounced it Suki Suki and it's Suki Suki. Oh, I didn't even know that. I did. Admittedly, I was like, Suki Suki. I was like, what is he talking about? That girl from True Blood? It's Suki Suki. Wow. <laughs> that was goofy. It was it was just bad. Good catch. That's a good catch. I'm gonna have to rewind that. Yeah, because I was like I was like, oh, like John Stamos is showing his age. Either that or he's showing his non-urbanness. Because I'm like, who says it's sucky 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 sucky. Well, yeah. Oh man. Well, there is that. Yeah. And um, while like all of this is going on with his hand, uh, he gets assigned a massive major surgery we meet a patient who has additional appendages she has uh, her her name is anna plaisance 
and she has uh, additional arms and additional legs. And, and we end up finding out that she was a twin, but she consumed uh, her twin in utero. And uh, so it, the, the twin ended up becoming like a parasitic twin. And that's why she has all these additional appendages. And initially, like, the, the, the surgery was too complicated. And, and Holt was very much against doing the surgery because he hasn't been sleeping well in the hand and all this kind of stuff. But um, Munch had already called a major scientific medical uh, uh, magazine so that they can get incredible press for this like major historic surgery. surgery. And so uh, it got to the point to where Holt was so stressed out about the surgery because even like the hand has a voice of its own which i thought was amazing and for those who didn't recognize the voice it's like it's famed comedian don rickles which i thought was fantastic and um i mean it got to the point to where he went to munch and was like you can't uh, i can't do this like I, i just can't i can't do the surgery i can't i can't i can't and munch then demanded holt perform this practically impossible surgery and and he bas- she basically said it, it, and he like confirmed it. Like he was like, it, "This is because of Chanel, because I am with Chanel, and I didn't want to be with you, and all this kind of stuff." And basically, Munch was like, "Yeah, you know, you're screwing her. Well, I'm screwing you with the surgery, but I'm bumch." I like once he said the like scenario and his like it came out of his mouth. I was like, "That's exactly what she's doing." And then when she like confirmed it, I was like, oh, "I should have known." That was amazing. And then his hand lunged at her, which I thought was oh awesome. Yeah. I did too. I was like, oh my God. I'm like, I can't believe Jamie Lee Curtis really just did that scene. Yes. And I was like, they can't kill her. And I'm glad they didn't. But um, he got control of his hand and then he left, stormed out. And uh, for the surgery, they ended up deciding to strap his hand like uh, Hannibal Lecter, psychopath style, to his back. Which the the editor of the magazine was like, "Why are they doing that?" And uh, he he does the surgery. You know, they end up um, chopping off the arms and then the le- the additional legs and all this kind of stuff. It turns out there was a bit of a complication with the heart because the the heart, you know, after you know pumping um, additional blood to all these uh, different appendages, was um, was basically sick and the. Uh, extent of this surgery was going to lead it to kaput so they had to do a heart transplant as well and uh, fortunately they did have a heart we'll get to that in a moment and at one point Holt uh, freaked out and was like I can't do it I can't do it I can't do it but uh, the Chanel's end up calming him down with a favorite childhood song of his 99 red balloons and uh which I started yeah laughing. I started laughing too especially when he was like my au pair used to read it for me and used to sing this for me you know back in the day and uh, Chanel uh, number five was like au pair like this song came out in like 1983 like how old were you you were like 20 why do you have an au pair right <laughs> like they're really like trying to figure out because like even when Chanel was on the date with him she was like yeah so what 
time period. No, she did it like three thing. times in a row. She was like, so what kind of food is this? And how old are you? And are you? And it was, it was very funny. So how old are you? You know, I'm just trying to get to know you. And I'm just like, yo, the hell I is. Yeah. I thought the surgery was like really cool. Like as they kept on like chopping off the body parts and like showing like that the cross section of the body. I thought that was like really neat. Yeah. I guess they had to have something because I hadn't seen too many deaths so far. Exactly. So, so the surgery was a success, but we'll get to that in a moment. Because let's talk about that heart that they found. So, uh, when Holt was telling Munch that he could not do the surgery, one of the reasons was because of Anna Plaisant's heart. And how it would not survive through surgery and all this kind of stuff. And so, later on, we see the green meanie... Uh, appear and uh, kills well no not kills but ends up uh, maiming Chanel number 10 the one that has the extra intestines and uh, she's placed into a coma and basically she's brain dead and Hoffel is even like you know even uh, a, a um, medical board in Florida would uh, pull the plug and I guess she's a donor, and so they end up being able to use uh, her heart for the transplant. Which leads me to believe, especially since um, Hoffel was uh, very excited to um, torment Holt into murdering with his hand because she had overheard him talking about uh, he needs rest if not the hand or this or the other and so she wants to use Holt's hand to murder Chanel so she ended up doing this whole thing where she hacked his uh, computer and all these erectile dysfunction pop-ups and all this kind of stuff and turns out his password is I went to Harvard and um, in all caps just an FYI for those out there that want to uh, hack Holt so she ends up learning all this, and she wants him to perform the surgery so that he's extra stressed. And so I feel like that was the that was Green Meanie Hoffel that killed Chanel Number Ten. Do we agree? Yeah, I'd have to agree with that. Okay, that's what I think too. Now, at one point, Holt gets attacked in the um, in in like a surgery room. As he's, like, talking to his hand, um, he talks to the hand, and he gets attacked by a green meanie. Who do we think that green meanie was? Because the hand ends up taking control and, like, does all this, like, crouching tiger, hidden dragon type stuff. And, like, literally, like, the hand does what um, Munch did many episodes ago. Like, the hand got the one-up on the green meanie. Who do we think this green meanie was? Because I don't feel like it was Cassidy because he seems to have like a really good relationship with Holt. And well, not even that he had the martial arts skill, so I think it would have been more of a fight. Well, there you go. And I don't think Holt. it was Hoffel because Hoffel was trying to provoke Holt to kill Chanel. So that must be the third green meanie. That's what mm-hmm. I thought. I, I made the assumption that it was possibly the third green meanie. Uh, still but maybe but then again it could be awful you never know she could have just been you know testing the waters okay 
That could be it too. By me saying that it could be a third green mini, it completely ruins my whole theory on Holt being a green mini. But it's interesting nonetheless. It, it, now it's, I don't know. I think I it's thought, fun, like I trying to figure out who it is. A, I definitely thought he was clear of a green mini after, after this episode. Like he kind of just, I gave him confirmation. I was like, okay, you get a stamp. Okay, you're good to go. I like it. And um, at the end of the episode, a, a couple of different things end up happening with uh, Holt. Um, I guess the most important thing, like the biggest thing, is that Cascade has been studying Holt's hand surgery. And he feels like he can do the surgery on him. And uh, he ended up saving the parasitic twin's hand and it turns out that the parasitic twin was male and so he feels that this hand can be a match for Holt and so he would like to basically do a surgery on Holt so that the uh, serial killer hand is no longer a part of Holt. And so we see that the surgery appears to be a success. Uh, Holt now ha has a new hand, the parasitic twin's hand. But in the middle of the night, the hand uh, takes a life of its own and ends up scribbling on a pad of paper on the nightstand next to Holt. Kill Chanel. So what do we think has happened? I don't know, but there's a lot of surgeries going on that nobody's paying for. Oh my gosh! There's a lot of surgeries going on. I was, I was curious, like, what is like, like I figured, I think the hand is going to continue to do its own thing now. But, I don't know like which but it's family. a different hand, though. Huh? But it's a different hand. No, like the Adams family type thing. Like the hands could get up and start. But um, but um. Yeah, they're crawling around. Yeah, I saw. I don't know. I don't know, but maybe not even the hand. Maybe it's more so like it started to become like a mind thing, like right. That, yeah, like yeah. I think that's what you're trying to get at with it, Wilson. Uh huh. Like, See, well, it, it, here's something interesting. Yeah. Let me put this out there because uh, in reading, sort of like about the episode, uh, I had read in a review that. Medically, and obviously this is Scream Queens, but they've done a really good job at like being kind of medically accurate about stuff. Apparently, a woman having a male conjoined twin is medically impossible because of the parts. You know what I'm saying? Like the genitalia. Like usually oh, conjoined okay, twins yeah. are mm -hmm. the same sex. So it's usually two females conjoined as conjoined twins or two male as males as conjoined twins so what if um cassidy like gave him the hand not necessarily of this conjoined twin but of, of someone else wow that's super devious like, mm. like that's underhanded like that wow that's interesting yeah well, i didn't even think about that because i was gonna say i did and I naturally did think the conjoined twin was a male because just the arms look like manly arms. But yeah. But why? But why switch the arms? But why? 
With what arms? Who other? What other arm? That's Another true too. Killer. Yeah. Another serial killer. That's interesting. I don't know if that was a goof from the writers because they just wanted, you know, they needed a hand and that kind of thing, or if Cassidy is lying. But that's an interesting thing to ponder. And I guess the other major thing is uh, at the end of the episode, uh, we see uh, the editor of the magazine. His name is Slade. And he was the one that was observing the, the, the surgery to write about it. But he ends up calling someone and he's like, you know, I've seen more, you know, medical maladies and malpractices and these horrible things that that in my entire career in you know these past few hours that uh you know we need to report this like we need to like shut this hospital down and so he's speaking to someone named arthur and uh he demands that they come down to the hospital to investigate these ethical violations and he's down in like the basement area and and we see our girl denise hemphill in her cryogenic freezer and before he can say anything else uh or as i should say in the middle of the call or not in the middle of the call in the middle of the voicemail it seems that he's leaving um the green meanie attacks slade and kills him now if the green meanie was smart he would have pressed like i don't forget what it is like press three to like delete the message but it looked like the green meanie just hung up which um I know, I'm like, you'd think you'd be a little bit smarter than that than bring in, like, more people in to investigate when you're trying to kill people. But, anyway, uh, what do we think is going to happen? Like, do we think someone's going to come down to investigate? Which green meanie do you think killed uh, uh, Slade, the editor? Yeah, so, Slade, I don't know, man. Like I said, more stuff that really didn't matter. There you go, Wilson. But it was an additional kill. That was the only thing that mattered in that situation. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I just think in the end of the day, like, it did, it, it did its purpose, I guess. And it, it gave us, like, you know, another killing, I guess. Okay. So, uh, let's discuss the MVP for the episode, the most valuable player, the character that impressed you the most, and why. Who's your MVP, Wilson? Uh, I'm gonna say, uh, I'm gonna say Holt. Okay. Prince, what about you? Um, I'm going with my favorite Chanel number three because she figured it out. You go, girl. You go. Yes, bitch. Yes. Fuck it up. I like Indeed. it. And I'm going to give my MVP to Cassidy Cascade. I really like what Taylor Lautner did in the episode. I I like that he had some really interesting moments with number three. And it seems as if he really does care for her. And, And they make such a weird couple. But they kind of make sense. And so they're kind of cutesy together in some weird, like... Wednesday Adams, you know, making love to a serial killer type of way, which I'm kind of here for and I like. 
And so I, I like that she found out the truth about him and that she was kind of okay with it. And he was okay with her knowing. And then, of course, he ended up revealing to her something that we know, that there are multiple killers, which uh, advances the plot a bit. So let's talk about those killers. So who is the green meanie? So we have confirmation that there are three. We know that Dr. Cassidy Cascade is one of them. We know that Nurse Hoffel just joined the foray. But they also confirmed that there is someone else out there killing people. So who is this third individual? Who is the third green meanie? And uh, let's start off with Prince. I don't know. Because uh, that whole, like, you know, um, <laughs> Dean Munch doing, I don't know, Dean Munch was just, this episode made me all like, you know. She was doing the most? She was doing the most because I'm like, oh, you just conveniently, you know. I know she put on that suit and it's like, where did you get that suit? Like, no one just has a green mini suit just lying around. I'm just going to put that out there. And, and she needed that heart to even try to do the transplant. And conveniently, some Chanel got killed, but not fully killed. I don't know. It's suspect, man. It's suspect. Okay. Mm. So your vote, your nominee is Dean Munch for this week. Yeah, Yeah, which is really crazy because I'm like, I just don't understand how it's possible, but I'll figure it out. Okay. I'm like, but she's getting sloppy if it is her. Okay. Wilson, what about you? Who do you think? I'm kind of with Prince there. I almost thought it was Dean Munch because, I mean, like he said, who has a green meaning? I mean, aren't those like special order or something or you just go down to party in city and get those or what i mean where do you get those they just oh you just have one hey here's mine oh i see you have one i mean you know maybe she's doing that killing off people who don't have like rights or whatever parents or anything like that and the insurance money is going to the hospital so she can afford her cure who knows but uh i really can't figure out who else it might really be i mean maybe day day let me say day has finally got into action you know what i'm saying Maybe she's actually on some shit. Finally, who knows? Maybe Denise maybe Hill. That was my, maybe that was my problem. There was no Zayde in the episode. <laughs> yeah. yeah Wait, hold up. Maybe. What are you guys? Did I miss something? Did the Dean have a green meanie costume? I'm confused. No, but like she conveniently was like, oh, don't worry. Like when they needed right. the heart, she was like, I'll come. Don't worry about that. I'll figure it out. And then conveniently, like number 10 gets like fucking, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. See, in in my interpretation of that, I felt that it was Hoffel that killed Number Ten. Mm. Would she be her so style sweet. as she's a new killer, but it was just like it conveniently, like how this conveniently worked out. Yeah. No, I completely agree. It was very suspect. My fingers pointed to her. I'm like, yo, bitch, where'd you get that green mini suit? Because like, if it just hand them out, let me know. I'll grab one. Yeah. Oh, gosh, who do I think it could be? Because I feel like Holt was sort of written off as a potential suspect this episode. But I really don't have any other suspects. Unless they do something crazy. And they bring back, like, I don't know. Like, like if they bring back Wes and Grace, and they're the green meanies or something. Like, it just, I, I can't think of who it could be. Um, it's me. I did it. Yes, I know. And you is you. Yes, you're one of them. Hell 
Yes. The only problem is they don't give me enough scream time, so I haven't been able to kill anybody. Maybe yes. one or two people. I mean, you know, maybe three or four, but not enough. Dang. Yeah. You know what? Because I just I can't think of anybody else, I'm going to stick with Holt. Because I, 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 like, there's no one else in the cast that I feel like can be suspect. And even though he was attacked by a green meanie, it seems as if only two of these green meanies like know of each other. So if he were the third green meanie, and let's say that was Hoffle in the costume, then... You know, she wouldn't know that he's a green meanie, maybe. I don't know. Uh, it's really hard to justify Holt now, but I just, I can't justify anybody else. And it could be because any of the other characters that were suspect, or that could be suspect, really weren't featured in this episode. So they don't seem suspicious to me. But we do have three episodes left, so we're going to have to figure it out at some point. So on that note, join us next time for a brand new installment of Are You Afraid Scream Queens? Once again, here's our announcer to remind you on how you can interact with us. Follow Poppy Chula Radio on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Poppy Chula Radio. Do you have any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns? Email us via contact at poppychularadio.com. Are you interested in joining the Poppy Chula Radio team as an on-air personality? Email talent at poppychularadio.com. Binge listen to your favorite Poppy Chula Radio programs by visiting poppychularadio.com slash archives. You can also download tonight's broadcast and the rest of the series through iTunes. Just search for Are You Afraid? Scream Queens and subscribe. Thanks, announcer. Co-host, please wish the listeners a good night. Good night, people. Woohoo. Good night, good night, sleep well, sayonara, bitches. Thanks for tuning in. Download new episodes of Are You Afraid? Scream Queens every Thursday via iTunes and the Poppy Chulo Radio archives. New episodes stream via poppychuloradio.com every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. Good night.